You should be reading I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons, a witty and humorous memoir and brainy essay penned by Autumn Simmons from her early life, pop culture, religion, feminism, race, and relationships. I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons is available via Barnes and Noble and worldwide for ebooks and beyond. Enjoy I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons.
and welcome to Quirk of the Day. It's your host, Autumn Simmons. How are you? I cannot believe it, but maybe you can believe it. It's beyond the middle of August. August is almost out of the way, but not exactly. It still feels like summer, but you can already tell that it's almost September, which I love September and October and November as well. I love fall. I love autumn. Yes, yes. I love that. But it's exciting. August is exciting. It was so hot this summer. It's been amazing. But uh, yeah, the season always has to change. And so it's the same. We're moving forward, right? We're moving forward. And so we had a really um, interesting weekend. I went to the movies. It's weird because I haven't been to the movies since 2019. October and November of 2019, that was the last time that I actually went to a movie theater. And then when I moved to Costa Rica for about like 10 months or so, I did not go to the movies. Of course, I could watch any movie on any TV or on a laptop or an iPhone, however we can watch TV that way but it was just I hadn't been at the movies and then we had this pandemic the movies had shut down many things shut down and I was thinking to myself I like having a movie to watch at the house but I don't know if I feel comfortable with being in the movies the way I used to and you know many of us when we go to the movies we always have to have a snack we need something to eat or if it's not popcorn some other nasty pretzels extra candy And they also add the hot dogs and the pizza and other things that are just... uh. And speaking of those pretzels, man, those pretzels never... They just don't disintegrate. They just live forever. And if they're laid on the floor, those pretzels would just... They just won't... You know, it's not natural as what the fruit we would know of. And Okay, so you get the point. So anyway... The good news, I did go back to the movies. I went back to the movies unexpectedly. There's a really interesting movie came out and I was asking my my son, I was like, what is out in the theaters that maybe you might wanna see, especially during the summer? And he didn't have anything in mind. And so I was seeing that they have an interesting Japanese anime film, Dragon Ball Super. And so it was interesting that that sold like the box office that sold the most and so we were curious because we know of another star Idris Elba yes get excited Idris Elba starring in Beast so we did go on Friday late Friday like I don't know where did we go 10 20 yeah 10 20 we were trying to get to 7 30 but we needed a little more time to get to 10 20 so we did go to see Beast starring (laughs) Idris Elba. So he did go. And the movie wasn't bad. It wasn't, I didn't know what to expect, but I knew we knew something about a lion. And there were some wicked individuals who are pouchers or that take lions and do things that they shouldn't be doing kind of what they do with some of the elephants with the um their ivory and want to sell it it's just as bad as blood diamond greed 
in a time that they shouldn't be selling and causing problems. But anyway, it caused a problem with these types of lion. And this lion had an attitude beyond an attitude. Became like a very like vindictive type of spirit type of creature. I don't blame the lion, but he had to fuck it up. And he did. I say bad shit at times. <laughs> Idris Elba's um, the character. He's the father, and so he has two daughters who are teenagers. And you know how teenagers are, whether they're male or female, they're just like how teens are. It's just typical of how they usually are with their personalities. And so we got to watch that. And then there was an issue: the father they lost their mother, and so they still had their trauma and their issues about how mother and father fell apart or just how they just weren't as together the way they had been and then the mother passed from cancer and so he takes his children on a trip to South Africa to take them to the safari and in the midst of it they run into some stuff unexpected with this lion. I've seen other movies about spiritual types of thrillers, other types of thrillers. This is definitely considered a thriller suspense type of a movie. And so we saw it and it wasn't bad. I'm tempted to go back twice to see what I didn't observe the first time, just to get a sense. I gathered what this was about. There are many things I could I could suggest, or in my opinion, of what I thought about it. It's not a comedy, so I, I don't know. Why are we staying on this? Because we're moving to movies that are comedies regarding Splash. And so that specific is where we're going. We're going towards that. So give me some time just to work it out because this is recent. So I didn't know that I was going to go and see this. It just came out last week. So I kind of like to see something in a good time unexpectedly. So I went to see it. And so it did well. I don't like it when they do this because this went number two. If we can use that term. And it was suggested that Beast Open lackluster 11.5 million uh from north america cinemas 3743 that saw this movie and so i don't know why they expect the box office to be so exceptional i think it will do well at some point but if it's selling 11.5 million just on this part of north america imagine what it's doing abroad in different you know different countries and just outside of North America in general but it's just this is just the first week you know so I didn't know why everyone's inspired by this Dragon Ball Super you know or is it mostly the kids going or like how many you know let's be real a lot of adults are there to see that because I I was thinking about it but I chose this one let's just put it that way there is a time I used to watch a bit of horror I don't watch horror the way I used to I'm not interested in watching a lot of that but I do like aspects of comedy some romance but don't expect me to always want to watch romance all the time I like suspense thrillers I like movies like that and I, I do like aspects of certain types of cartoons I watch a lot of different types of cartoons but even with like uh, this actor, artist, Idris Elba, uh, last time I saw Idris Elba in movies was in 2014, 
just to see Mandela. And other than that, I had never seen him in the movie since this particular movie. But there are a couple of movies I saw. There's one that he's in another movie that I, I'm not sure if I'll see that one. But then there's another one he was in last year. It's kind of like a Western type. And I think I may see that one and find out how to see more of some other movies. He's been in many movies, but... So having said that, um, I want to move forward because we want to talk about this. And I was looking at some other things I was seeing online. I'm excited for next year. I'm going to Lipson, Portugal next spring. And I'm so excited because we've been thinking of other ways to just enjoy traveling abroad. And so I've been hearing all the good news about Portugal many parts of Portugal, not just Lipson in general, but I was just like looking at some of these videos of where people have traveled abroad and just the good news about Lipson. Like it's like number three compared to many just other countries where you could reside or just to visit. And it's looking really good in terms it seems kind of safe. A lot of people want to be safe. They want to be safe wherever they can be. And many people felt safe in Costa Rica. Some feel safe in... New Zealand some people feel safe in Iceland it's interesting it's very interesting so I'm looking forward to that and then I'm looking at Tanzania because I told you I'm going to Africa it's been a minute I haven't been to Africa ever and so sometimes I've had conversations with others about what's the best place to go to Africa we have it's 54 countries the continent of Africa so some love to go to as many as they possibly can. I don't need to go to 54 countries of Africa to know that I've been there. But many people at first, they generally love to go to Egypt first. I considered that, I said, that's a little extra. Less, why are we assuming that that should be the first country, Egypt? So I was like, hmm. Others were like, how about South Africa? I considered it too. And so then I began to think maybe Kenya. Okay, yes. Tanzania, absolutely. So when I'm thinking of the lane of where I would likely choose to be for the first time in Africa, it would definitely be Tanzania. And either, if not Tanzania, it would be South Africa and uh, Kenya, possibly. And uh, where else would I would like to venture towards? I I don't know if I want to go to Morocco. If I had to choose between Egypt or Morocco, which would I choose? I don't know. I have to think about that. I don't even know if I want to go to Morocco. It was very close to Spain. And I want to go back to Spain. It's been a long time. There are other parts of Spain I have not been. I've been to Madrid eons ago when I was about 13. And also, we, we went to Toledo as well. But also, the good news is that before we go next spring... When we are venturing, we have to leave JFK and then head over to the UK. And then from the UK, we will likely be on a train to get to Lipson, Portugal. And I'm so excited. I'm really excited, but I'm getting excited about it. But not to the point where, you know, I'm just like, oh, okay. What am I going to do? I have plenty of things that have to get done before that occurs. But, you know, the time goes by. Though there really is no time, but we think there's time. It's just based on what's happening outside and how things change with our our vehicles. <laughs> so having said that, it's going to be interesting. 
We came in with some good music. Do you like the music? I like the music too. We came in with some good artists you've heard. Uh, Raphael Sadiq and uh, we also have Mad Cobra. Yes. And who's the other? Tony Braxton. So we got all the goodies. You've heard the goodies. And if you have other goodies that you may have in mind, you can always hit me up on Quirk of the Day. You have ways via Anchor to connect. And if not, that is all good. So having said that, uh, we're going to take a little hiatus. And then when we come back, we're going to get into movies that are comedies. Splash. This was an interesting movie from 1984. It's going to be interesting. Hopefully it would be so interesting if I do this properly. If I think I can. So um, stay tuned and I will return. Okay? All right. Sir, 
life a slice it like a flesh axe, girl flakes. Time to have sex. Look how long you have the road wire, sweet girl flakes. Time to have sex. Look how long you have the road wire. I'd rather wait. Out of patience. Loving she get, that will be sufficient. I'd rather wait. Till I can't wait no more. X amount of loving heart for me, Alice. And welcome back to Quirk of the Day. It's Autumn Simmons, your host and producer, and I'm ready. I'm nearly ready for this episode and this is interesting this is episode 57 movies that are comedies splash 1984 and before we get into that i do want to say this thursday i'm also very excited about going back to the dell the week before last we did go to the dell to see charlie why do I always do this with that? But we, we saw Charlie Wilson, yes. And then, as I mentioned this Thursday, we are going back to the Dell to see Babyface. Yeah, yeah, I was excited last week before Carol Riddick performed. She opened for Uncle Charlie. Yeah, she opened, she did her thing, she did her thing. And I met her years ago and I have one of her albums and a single. I enjoy her music. The woman is a great vocalist, singer, vocalist, amazing talent abroad as well. And so I'm excited about that. I've never seen Babyface. I was supposed to see Babyface back in like, I want to say, was it 2015? And I was remodeling where I was residing and I just lost track with the time and Babyface did come to the Dell with Tony Braxton because many of them have been connected for many, many years. And I just, I don't know how I missed that opportunity. But yes, so when I do see Babyface and then when I come back, I'm going to talk more about, you know, some of the things I wanted to talk about earlier this year, including when I saw New Edition, the Culture Tour which was in towards the end of February. And then after that, just the Dell, cause I haven't been to the Dell in a while. So I've been having a good time with that this summer. And moving forward, movies that are comedies. Splash. Now Splash, what I enjoy about Splash. It's directed by Ron Howard. And as I mentioned, this movie came out in 1984 and uh, the actor that you've heard of for many eons in the beginning this was a an actor who was mostly in comedy and, and then sometimes comedians or humorous they want to change and evolve and and that's natural and so we would see tom hanks was not really as interested in being in comedy and in the way he had been back in the day he's been in other good movies and getting more into drama etc we know of, of many of those movies but tom hanks is definitely in splash and daryl hannah who is 
the mermaid and of course it's got john candy in there you know we've heard of john candy and uncle buck as well and also eugene levy who plays the scientist who is wacky that just has to let everybody know that we've got a mermaid and it's very interesting given the fact that this is happening in new york city which is curious right and anything strange has to happen in new york even like like ghostbusters and so many other interesting movies we have seen reviewed etc etc and this movie is said mostly to be like a fantasy romantic comedy i think it's more romantic comedy just some aspects of some fantasy and it's curious how it begins the character portrayed by tom hanks is uh this his name is alan bauer right and he has like a jerk brother who's a little older i think the brother is 10 at the time and alan is eight and their parents have taken them to i think it's like cape town where they like to go to be kind of like near the beach away from a lake or like a river but where they are basically on kind of like a, a river boat or something of that nature and so he sees something alan sees something very interesting many of us have been on a boat and have seen dolphins yeah sharks yeah <laughs> anything else that could be in the ocean unusual or maybe something else that's not so unusual and so he sees something and i don't know what tempted him to just like just jump in the water kids do things like this i was a little more reluctant to kind of just dive in i've been in water where i could have drowned absolutely i'm a little too small let me, let me move back <laughs> <laughs> but you know some of these kids so they went in and they got alan but before they got him he saw something he saw a mermaid and then at some point when he grew up he just thought it was an imagination and not something that was that realistic and so let me just put that out there movies that are comedy splash we've seen other movies about mermaids and you see that is very popular you see in children's books and maybe if not children's books aspects of like young adult type books and adult books right <laughs> and so let's just put it out there if you happen to fall in like if we don't want to use falling in love but falling in like if you met someone and you knew or maybe you didn't know in the beginning that this was an unusual type of being that is not human how would you deal with it as long as the person wasn't like a bad person but just different how could you contend with that what was the other one we saw through disney with um ariel and, and finding out she was a mermaid and you see all the rules and the regulations of being this and so it was interesting we knew with this movie that it only lasts for six days and so the mermaid who did become the name or the character that the name she chose was madison and so I actually like that she chose that name and in the beginning alan didn't seem to like it in the beginning and eventually he agreed that okay that's not a bad name i think it's an awesome name well she did let him know she has six days 
until the full moon and if she stays she could never go back and so you see when you hear the stories about many people have heard stories about mermaids and people have this perception of what do they really look like we've heard that they can do things we've heard of mama wata mama wata you've heard of mama wata i don't even know if they have many movies out about mama wata you've heard of yimi yeah yes i love yimi yeah yimi yeah is real you see olokun is real but they don't like to be called mermaids they're different beings and they are real and people say are they really in the water are they're beyond that they're beyond their elements and their deities and beyond and we can get into that but i do believe they exist there's a family member asked me who's much younger than me she said are mermaids are they real i said yes they are real but some things a bit secret because some people would flip out if they were to see so people are curious they're very curious and naturally they gotta have the government in it and just when they find out that there is something unusual through a scientist to get in the way just to prove something it comes with a huge cost of what alan has to do it is just it goes all over the place like but let's just begin with how it began in the beginning he had a relationship with a woman. I'm going to call her Veronica. <laughs> I'm going to call her Veronica. And it didn't work. And so they did work together. Well, not work together, but they lived together. But we never got to meet her, this character. Though I know that's not the proper name of the character. We never even met her. We never met Veronica. We didn't meet her. But they were on the phone while he's working. And it was interesting how they we're trying to figure out if it was going to work do they like each other do they want to get married and it kind of seemed like alan really didn't know what he really wanted either but he knew that the way things had been in the past and just in his whole lifestyle of the life that he had with his parents and seeing marriage and the family and all this other stuff and he he wants to experience that but it didn't seem like he was quite ready the way that he presented himself he usually would go out to like some type of club with his brother and talking about how he wants all this and he wants to be married have children blah 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 and it was just obviously just wasn't right for him and the other and just exposing it when they went to some wedding and (laughs) and just that brother man even from the age of 10 he's always dropping coins so he can look up a woman's dress or her skirt just to see what is happening dude i mean some people they are like that up to about 80 (laughs) ah right that is hilarious so yeah this box office it did very well back in the day i don't know how you would present it this time with how things have been ongoing and they they claim it was 69.8 million i said okay interesting and what are some other interesting things that we thought about this and i was thinking about this okay after some things that were happening there's a lot of funny stuff in this movie like I, i didn't think some of it would be so funny but they have like an older lady who's like a secretary who's i think she's got alzheimer's or something and she does funny things she was wearing a brassiere in front of her it was just kind of curious and other things that we were seeing that were unusual 
Alan decides to go back and on a taxi, spends all this crazy money to go. And so then all this weird stuff happens with this boat. He hit his head a couple times where he was somewhere else hanging out with his bro, his brother. And then all of a sudden, he was just having a, a bad day. He hit his head again. And this time he fell in the water. And guess who saves him? So it's the same mermaid who saved him when he was eight. And he didn't remember any of this. And so then she saves him and brings him out of the ocean. And he's seeing her. And she's nude and she's not able to speak but she's aware of some aspect of him i don't even know if she remembered if it was him when he was eight but she has this thing with him the moment that she sees him and he's curious about her as well and i'm looking at this you see her just leaving and going to get in the ocean again the sea and the moment he turns around he doesn't see her Thins. okay he doesn't see that and so then it was weird because what woman do you know was swimming like that and then just disappears in the ocean and then you don't have a perception that this is something unusual something different not to be afraid but come on like what are we watching <laughs> you know and so okay so then it's cute how all the things that happen his wallet went all the way down she finds the wallet she figures out who he is so I, I would perceive that just because she didn't speak English in the beginning I'm not gonna assume that she's stupid or dumb she just needed to learn the language okay so she does go wherever she ventured to New York and for the record when they made this movie they actually shot the ocean the sea was in the bahamas i was like oh, okay that's cute and then also there's some parts that were in los angeles most of it is new york city going back to how she came to the city she found a map she had her own little home underneath and i said she has a map <laughs> so she was she saw this wallet so she knew who he was how convenient right she knew who he was she he has a wallet because so then she ventures as i mentioned to new york city and she's nude and there are people that are just kind of there kind of like they go to museums or just to kind of tourists were there and so then they notice a nude woman and and then they had to arrest her and, and then it was interesting from there it was curious how all the wallet returned to Alan and then Alan happened to show up where she was jailed Madison we she wasn't Madison then but Madison was jailed and they put a t-shirt on her just before they sent her there and but she wasn't in trouble or anything in a true sense and so he got her out and so there's like oh do you know her and he said uh yeah and so he takes her to his his apartment right how convenient I, I like this this is nice let's call this fantasy at this point this is fantasy and you you want these kind of stories don't you yeah that's why we like movies and books and things of that nature and so you see they have chemistry going on so obviously there's a lot of sensuality going on some sex and I was wondering, is she going to become with child? Because she's not on birth control and they're doing some things. Okay? <laughs> There's no need to talk. No, there, there's no need to talk. <laughs> and so he's doing all this stuff. He's giving her all this breakfast, everything. She's watching TV. And because he has to go to work. So 
he was thinking maybe he could stay with her a little bit, but he couldn't. And then it was just very interesting. And then she learns English through TV. And then she does try to leave the apartment just to walk around to see what's going on in the city. And she learns through TV. She needs some clothes, right? And so she needs some Bloomingdale's. This Bloomingdale's. You've seen the commercial Bloomingdale's. Bloomingdale's. So she gets some clothes. And the lady was like trying to hook her up, like you cannot come in wearing this. Oh come on! So it was just very, very interesting because it, it it's cute, and she did get some nice clothes. And I like that she could use Alan's his credit card. I I love that. Don't you like that? She had what she needed. Okay, and so then, <laughs> so then he's looking for her, and he's like, wait a minute, we're we're in Madison, go. We didn't call her that yet. Shit. Where is she? Like, he's he's flipping out. Like, where is she? And so he finally. He finds out where she is and so when he does get there she's basically at a store a tv store where she's exercising you know the gentleman simmons like he's he was there doing all the exercise and all that other stuff and so she learns english in relatively six hours she learns english in relatively six hours how convenient how convenient but yes this this is a fantasy romantic comedy so we see things that are to happen let's call it magical realism you can still call it fantasy but it had a lot of aspects of magical realism in this story all of a sudden he was talking to her and everyone's like well she doesn't speak english they're thinking maybe like she's from another country where she just doesn't speak english and this has something to do with her trying to hit <laughs> like a green card some kind of fashion and sometimes people do that and, and so the, in the midst of this it doesn't take very long for them to fall in like okay they fell in love and he's ready to get married he hasn't figured out more about what is really going on with her he wants to get all the blood work done and everything he is just excited and she told him no because go back to the fact she can't stay and so she's not sure if she would want to stay or any of those things. And so you're looking at all this stuff. I like when he was taking her out and she's got these beautiful clothes and she's wearing nice clothes and everything. And so I like when he took her out for a nice restaurant and she was having red lobster. So yeah, he took her to red lobster, right? No, he took her somewhere better than red lobster. But yeah, you could take me to red lobster and yes, I won't eat like madison but if i do don't judge me if maybe i could be a mermaid too but yeah don't treat me like that i don't like how they were treating her because of how she was eating as if like she's country <laughs> or she's ignorant right she's eating and why do we have to watch everybody of like what everyone does and, and he was like oh she's hungry you know <laughs> she was eating and and she's kind of like very innocent like so we observed that about her i would say she has some virtuous type of character going on within her and they did fall out because when he wanted to marry her when he took her ice skating and i was looking at this i said what time of year is this i said i'm thinking it's likely september and so you could tell by the clothing and the clothes that she's wearing in the city yes we're also looking at the other aspects of ice skating and everything. I said, this has to be September because it's not, it can't just yet be October. And so, okay, so then he took her out again to another event and in the midst of that, they were leaving. You see the scientists, they knew when they saw the newspaper with a nude woman coming in and they believed and he already saw her. The scientist who was wacky, he already saw her 
where she was in the ocean but he just couldn't prove it with the picture so he knew from the newspaper that she was actually there so he set it up first time he kept thinking it was the right woman and every time he kept I think it happened twice it was a married man with his wife and he kept splashing the wrong lady and to the point where the husband got tired of it and just whooped his ass he was like and so finally he got it right on the third time and it was actually madison and so it just you know everyone just went crazy berserk like oh my god i can't believe this is a mermaid and it looks real and then it's cute but it's not cute it's scary because okay when i say it's cute what was kind of cute was I want to go back to the apartment where she got up in the middle of the night and she needed to take a, a nice bath with some salt <laughs> while wow, she's just taking a bath and he's getting all emotional or just curious and just worried about where she is she's just in the bathtub like she's in the bathroom can she have some privacy and he's like acting out of character a little bit and needing to open the door and all this other stuff. What's going on, Madison? What's going on? What's going? On? And she's just, you know, she obviously they didn't want this part to be known for him to see her like that. And so, but when it did happen though, because she managed to dry herself faster, how convenient! She was able to use a blow dryer to dry herself so fast. Uh, okay, and he's like, well, what happened? Why, why is it that you know I couldn't come in? I'm, I'm shy. All the stuff that we've been doing, blah blah blah. Yeah, you know, you know what we do. <laughs> Right? And now you're shy? Yeah, I'm shy. I thought that was cute. So go back to when it happened. And then when they have to go to this stupid place where all these, basically, these agents of this government because they find this unusual, kind of like E.T. in some fashion. And so then they place her in the water and make sure Alan is not also a mermaid and he's acting out of character. He's embarrassed and you know looking at all this and he sees what it comes with and he was upset he told his brother like you know i can't believe this when i you know i wanted to find the right woman and when i finally meet her she's a fish <laughs> mermaids are not fish but it was just a perception maybe you could have said more like a dolphin like lady or something and i was just thinking of <laughs> m night Shyamalan in lady of the water completely different but it is a mer lady right and so that's a different story and it's not romantic in that one but we've seen other movies maybe not as many but this is very interesting it's very very interesting um i think she was learning a lot and she was safe and it was interesting in new york the only way for her let's just put it this way the safeness was through Alan that she could be safe and it was nice that she had that but we know in New York or any type of city that how safe could the city usually be and so she had this perception and that things are safe when she's watching a movie and she's seeing Bonanza the TV show and she begins to cry with seeing weapons and guns and that nature you know darn well that happens in new york and he wants to let her know like like a baby like oh we don't have that in new york we don't have that you know that's just fantasy no people do get shot but you saw what happened that the most dramatic thing that ever happened for her was just being kidnapped and just taken and against her will and so finally when she does leave she decides that she does want to leave but prior to she was reluctant to want to marry 
and I don't think she understood what marriage would mean. And her and and Alan, Alan and and Madison had it out, but really it was arguing was really Alan. It wasn't Madison because she's different, and so it wasn't about that she doesn't love him. It's just that it's just she's used to being in the ocean like that, and just, she just couldn't just stay there and then give up that aspect and then he realized that he could fall that much in love with her he didn't know if he could kind of jump over there and it wasn't realistic and then he does unexpectedly and they find out that they knew each other years ago when they were eight and so that's cute but then he began to believe it that that really was her and then it's not realistic that he would become a merman. <laughs> He's not going to, Alan is not going to become a, a merman. And that part is, is false, but it's a fantasy. We can accept that is magical realism. Okay. So we can accept that, right? We can accept it. And it's a beautiful story. And I like that they found, just like his brother said that, you know, hey, I, I'll never be happy like this. And like, and if she's different, then you know that's your problem or something of that nature. And it, it's good. It's funny. It's a lot of funny stuff that's happening in the movie. I would suggest that it is good to watch every once in a while, or maybe some people like to watch it more often. But I would probably watch it probably in another year or so. But I did watch it twice this year. I watched it in the first week of. June and then I watched it one more time when I watched it on online and then I just watched it on my laptop and I'm just like oh I said maybe I should buy the DVD I haven't bought the DVD of Splash it's very interesting and I'm pretty sure if I watch it again I would observe other things but nothing that was really really funny is when the the Swedish scientist came in and it was Alan and his brother and they're hilarious with that and then when they really the swedish scientists really showed up other hilarious things going on and splash all the love making they were doing and he was like you could put me in the hospital <laughs> it was a lot of fun stuff in that movie so having said that i think we pretty much wrapped <laughs> most of it is there anything else that i wanted to add yeah this is good alice in the suit and I was like, when's he going to take those shoes off? He's in the ocean. And I was thinking about a lot of this stuff. Madison is definitely not vegan or vegetarian. Pescatarian, perhaps. But she does like the lobster. And other things, probably scallions. And maybe some clams or clam chowder or other things of that nature. I like the gifts they gave each other. And I like the music box Alan gave Madison. I was thinking maybe it was a Tiffany box. No, it was something with music box figuring thing. She gave up her necklace that obviously had so much value. How does something that large get into the apartment? There are some things that were not realistic. I'm just being real. There are some things that just were not realistic at all. And it's fine. It, it didn't have to always make sense. But even when we write stories, things don't always make sense. And it doesn't have to. She just kind of agree with that aspect. A mermaid fountain that was there. Yes, a mermaid fountain. Huge ass fountain. Who is putting a huge ass fountain like that? <laughs> Whether it's a mermaid or not. And just have it in there like that. And it was just... 
how do you how do you get that on the elevator you see how the elevator is like it's very heavy i know it's it can weigh a lot but darn i, I couldn't believe that but that was a great gift and um yes i'm all over the place with all of this but this is a very interesting story and um you know, what if you happen to find out that you are with a particular alien that you don't realize that this is an alien? Or maybe you're with a demigod or a goddess and you just aren't aware of it. How would you contend with what you come to understand and know? Would you, uh, would you jump ship? Would you move on? Or how would you, I don't know, how would you work on that? Would you want to kill them? <laughs> would you, would you contact the government like what would you do like something like that you find out you have something unusual that is not human so think about that for a moment i know it's quirky but just think about it for a moment i'm being extra but yeah who's to say that this hasn't happened some kind of fashion form about different entities <laughs> <laughs> let's leave it on that let's leave it on that and thank you so much for tuning in to this quirky episode of quirk of the day by your host and producer autumn simmons we had fun with this one did you have a little fun i'm gonna come back next time i come back after i go to the dell again i would like to do another episode the next episode is you are ready movies that are comedies i'm going to do death of a funeral i watched that this summer as well and uh, it's chris rock martin lawrence danny glover regina hall and peter dingling am i saying that right the one about elf uh, and tracy morgan's in that as well and so and loretta divine just loretta divine she, yeah i think she may be in that as well so we're, we're gonna get into that next time i come back towards the end of august i'm always saying his name wrong peter dingledge yeah, Peter Dinglich. Yes, Peter Dinglich is also in that. And that movie is hilarious. <laughs> say, movies that are comedies that's going to be next, the week after next, likely. Yes, and that will be Death of a Funeral. And so thank you so much for tuning into this episode. And I will be back. And uh, until next time, just... Uh, continue with quirk of the day with the support of quirk of the day there's so many episodes that you can listen to from the beginning when i began in june of 2020 up into where we are now continue with that and there's so much more that will be coming forth and i'm going to be doing some more music singing some of the music adding some more parodies as well and uh, we may have some guests a few unexpectedly so keep that in mind and if you are curious about quirk of the day you can always email me the quirk chronicles at gmail.com and um, also on twitter as well you could find me through the quirk chronicles as well and you can find me there with quirk of the day it's easy to find me you can listen to me through Apple. You can listen to me through Google. You can listen to me through Mini, Spotify, etc., etc., etc. Anchor, especially. Yes. And so we're out. You should be reading I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons, a witty and humorous memoir and brainy essay penned by Autumn Simmons from her early life, pop culture, religion, feminism, race, and 
relationships. I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons is available via Barnes and Noble and worldwide for ebooks and beyond. Enjoy I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons.
should be reading I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons, a witty and humorous memoir and brainy essay penned by Autumn Simmons from her early life, pop culture, religion, feminism, race, and relationships. I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons is available via Barnes and Noble and worldwide for ebooks and beyond. Enjoy I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons.